Welcome to Pool Party Radio. This is the number one podcast where we get kicked off the Warp Tour. I am your host, Parker, joined as always by co-host Razorman Cumulus. Good morning, or good afternoon. How's it going? It's going good. It's the morning for me. Yeah. Too early. uh, exactly like an hour afternoon for me. And it's still the morning for our other guest today, (laughs) Shelby Cobras from Logical Contraption and Death Metal Dads. Hey, LMAO. What's up, guys? Yo, what's up, Shelby Cobras? I'm just chilling, man. It's a nice, nice, chill Saturday morning. I'm hanging out with Rambo the dog. I'm looking forward to this special one-hour episode of Rate My Dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, like, just so many great descriptions about this dog. I've only seen him through Instagrams. He's perfect. Yeah, he's, he's the best. I gave him a 10 out of 10, easy. And I, I love that he loves Battle Jacket. Parker loves. Oh, he loved Battle Jacket. <laughs> Parker loves that Rambo loved Battle Jacket. To make an, an inside joke that absolutely no one listening to this will understand. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. That, that's what the entire show is. That's how it's been for 300 episodes is just inside jokes yep. between me and Frisbee that nobody gets. We're not going to yeah. stop now. <clears throat> but I do enjoy this dog a great deal so much that. Uh, I want to put him into like every type of meme form. Probably the only way that we know how to express uh, jubilation and praise for others these days. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, small French bulldog wears French bulldog sized battle jackets. Looks like he's smiling all the goddamn time because he's a fucking French bulldog. Uh, yep. Fucking what's not to love? Ten out of ten. Yep. He, he's the light of my life. He's he's sitting here right right now just staring at me talking on the phone i think he hears your voice frisbee and he's getting excited beautiful i I, i'm excited that he's excited yes for sure there are times of the day when i just think about some small detail about rambo like the color of his fur the fact that his (laughs) name is rambo when he holds a uh, rawhide bone in his mouth it looks like a big stogie yep yeah this this dog lights up my life i have never met him so yeah 10 out of 10 out of 10 out of 10 Wow, yeah, he has that effect on people. He's a good, he's a good dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should come out here to California just to meet Rambo. Like, not even I'm say th- hi to anybody else. Just go hang out with Man. Rambo at a park for a while. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm like, gotta make time for Parker and whatnot. But first things first, I gotta meet that dog. Yeah, man. I'll just like, I'll just leave and you know, leave a key at my apartment. You can just come in and visit Rambo and not not see me or anything. Just. Get in the quality time and head head back home. Mm-hmm. I'd be fine with that. I would totally understand. <laughs> I'll fly into like gifts and flowers at his feet, and I'll just like peace out. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. I like that you just invited. I think my fav- Go ahead. Uh, I just I like that you invited Frisbee to have a key party for you and your dog. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I was gonna say that's my favorite thing about Rambo is that he, he's he really likes when I pet other dogs in front of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like bigger, bigger, stronger dogs, and I pet him in ways that he won't let me. Hey, I'm not gonna judge. Man, I can do yeah, whatever man. He likes. He is wearing his rainbow harness right now, still celebrating Pride Weekend. Nice. <laughs> Mets for reals. Did he go out to the to the celebration? Did he like march in the parade and stuff? Uh, we took a walk around Oakland, just the two of us, to celebrate. <laughs> he was wearing his. He had his rainbow leash and rainbow harness, so I think that counts. Yeah, that does count. I mean, anywhere. I he... think he sniffed another male dog's butt, so that that counts as a pride activity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what that's what dudes do at Pride in San Francisco, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, to I'm, my understanding, I don't. Yeah, know. that's all. I, yeah, I think that's 
as I'm as I'm aware of, as a as a cis white male, I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> wow problematic. <laughs> oh yeah, is it ever? Uh, I believe this. But I like that it's a Rainbow Rambo. That's good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. One of his many nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> what other nicknames does he have? Like, what do you when it's just you and him? Like, what do you call him? Um, I usually. Most often, I mean, he has a lot of nicknames, but I most often call him Rambus, like Kurt Rambus, the yeah. basketball player. <laughs> and then, like, I called him that so often that I have a shortening of that where I just call him Bus. <laughs> <laughs> like the accent on that one, too. Bus. Yeah, just like apostrophe B I S, Bus. Mm-hmm. He responds to it, he knows. Cool. I can't wait for so, you for you to eventually shorten that nickname and just like make a hissing just Yeah, just make a hissing sound at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My dog's name is a leaking tire. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's an um, unpronounceable symbol for a leaking tire. <laughs> and uh he doesn't travel with you when you go out of state or anything, right? Like he's still like very much a California dog. Oh, yeah. He'll come on road trips and stuff, but I ain't about to, like, put him in the cargo hold of an airplane. That's fucked up. Yeah. And the reason I ask is because you just went out to Denver recently, right? Yeah, I was there a week ago. I went out for just a weekend to play a a festival at the, uh, like, the the True Brewing Company. They're, like, a microbrewery that makes, like, metal-themed beers, I guess. Okay. I don't really know, but they had like a, a two-day concert in Denver and flew out my band Bastum, and we we got in Friday night, played Saturday night, and flew back Sunday night. So it was a quick little visit, but uh, it was cool visiting Denver. I haven't been there in uh, exactly twenty years, so it was cool to stop in and and look around. I didn't spend a, a lot of time in the city. I we had a, a very gracious host who took us out to the mountains and stuff like Mount Evans and. Mm. Took us out to some lakes, and we saw the nature stuff, which I'd rather do in a new, in a in a new city because most cities are pr- look pretty much the same. I'd rather see the surrounding areas. Yeah, the, I didn't get a chance to do that. Right, and I didn't get a chance to do that last year. Like, it's something that's always on the horizon, and that's very literal because you get like fucking mountains wherever you look. Yeah, uh, well, mostly to the west, I guess. <laughs> like, if you go to east, <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's flat. But uh, wherever you look, as long as you're only looking west. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, towards Mecca, towards Mecca. Yeah. So there's a you actually got to go up there. And my experience last year when I went to Denver for, in my case, the first time, it was like basically the same as every city, except that there was like a marijuana dispensary on every other block. It was wild. And they all had like their own business names and stuff. So, yeah, uh, one of them reminded me of like, and uh, this is probably just for me and anybody else who's played a Grand Theft Auto game, but it looked like a health center from Grand Theft Auto, like one of the earlier ones where it has like a green. Uh, yeah, the big cross. green cross on it. Yeah, yeah. I Not saw like that. And, like, cross, this is... just... Right. But it's obviously yeah. going for like <clears throat> green and health and that sort of connection but i was like fuck this is this is a really a different place only in that regard though everything else is pretty much the same plus they put like verde on everything and that's fucking weird 
I'm I'm down for that. But cool. Yeah, I mean Oakland Oakland is is similar in that we have a lot of you know dispensaries and weed shops. Not not as not nearly as much as Denver though. I think L.A. L.A. and Denver and similar are similar in the amount of of weed stores. There's just everywhere. Like in Denver, if you go to like, you know, like I walk down the street to a Dunkin' Donuts to get a cup of coffee first thing in the morning, and it's like, oh, if you want to get high with your donuts, there's also a weed store next to the Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> or if you want to, you know, go get a beer, there's luckily there's a weed store next to the bar. Like any activity you could do. In Denver, it's like if you want to get high and then do that activity, there's a weed store right next door, so it's it's not a problem. And I don't fucking I don't even smoke weed, so that wasn't my my goal. I was just sort of uh, just sort of observing, and uh, yeah, it's very 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 prominent there. There's fucking weed stores everywhere, and I noticed uh, when we played this uh, this metal fest that like the 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 dominant like metal subgenre that everybody loves in Denver right now because I've noticed in cities like uh, certain types of music are po- get popular in waves you know one year thrash metal's really popular and one year black metal's really popular or whatever right yeah. now in Denver it's all doom metal and like stoner metal <laughs> and I've I and I mean I think it's obvious like the weed industry is is directly responsible for that. Like everyone's stoned and can only play really slow, simple songs because, <laughs> because they're so baked. That makes sense. And I like that. Yeah. I like that. You notice it's so prevalent where it's like, Hey, you want to try that Dunkin' Donuts coffee on weed? It sounds like John Stewart's character from half baked is the city planner for this place. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Denver is John Stewart's character from half baked. That's exactly what it is. And I actually <laughs> didn't make that connection about the stoner, doom metal until just this second actually i was because when i was there i was like wait there's like this shitty band called conan that are they're like a stony doom metal band and it seemed like everybody at the venue had a conan back patch Mm -hmm. and i was like wow everybody really likes fucking shitty doom metal here and just now i was like oh yeah it's because everyone's high all the time (laughs) since the beginning of metal do you guys think that there have been more than or less than 30 bands named Conan? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, think it's I, I would actually more. say it's hard to say because, uh, you know, there's so many undocumented metal bands, which as president mm. of the country, I'm trying to put a stop to. <laughs> yeah, I think we need um, to build that metal wall, a, a big wall around yeah. the metal scene. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's like if if you're a metal band that just plays in your basement and like writes three songs and then doesn't doesn't ever play out, like does that count as a a band? Because in that case, I bet there has been over thirty. That's like but a Schrodinger's metal band, right? If you're talking <laughs> about bands that have like put out albums and are documented on metal archives, then I'd say it's probably less than thirty. I, w- I count those bands to just get together for three songs and then call it quits. I think those guys count. Uh, okay, cool. <clears throat> I'll go along with that. Yeah. So do you think then that everybody getting high is a bad thing? Like, do you, like, will in 10 years when weed is legal everywhere, will speed metal just be a thing of the past? Are you lamenting this? <laughs> oh, I don't give a fuck at all. Like, <laughs> I, think, I think people should do, uh, do whatever makes them feel good, you know? Mm-hmm. And if 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 like getting baked and playing really slow loud music makes you happy, then fucking do it. That's not my bag, but I you know 
it's just, it's this thing called freedom, you know? Man, that's very patriotic of you. Yeah. Well, it is it is almost the 4th of July and I'm really my my heart is bursting with pride and love for my country right now. Do you guys have any even big- more so than usual? <laughs> Do you guys have any big plans for the 4th of July? Are you going to go see the fireworks? Do you guys like fireworks? Nah, not really. I mean, I dig fireworks uh I guess when they're in somebody's backyard, but I've seen enough like grand uh displays to be like, okay, I get it. It's going to get like amped up and it's going to slow down and it's just going to go fucking nuts at the end. Everybody's going to applaud. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, the only fireworks I fuck with are Katy Perry's fireworks. <laughs> Good <Yeah>. call. <laughs> like yep. that. That's my policy. <laughs> I, uh, shit. Ever since I was watching, uh, what was it? I was catching up on that. Um, Hardy boys thing from last year the deleted stuff where they mm-hmm. had this, uh, did you see that Parker, that match that they did? Oh, I saw where they shot the Roman candles at each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't done that since I was a kid and they made it look so fun. So I'm kind of hoping to do that. Like I want to get injured this 4th of July. <laughs> yeah. You want to be- hide behind a dilapidated boat while people shoot fireworks at you? Yeah. Yeah. Just let them, you know, finish out whatever they need to finish out and then I'll, retaliate mm-hmm. this sounds like a good plan <laughs> uh, i don't really like fireworks i'm not gonna go do anything i think i don't know it's like maybe i'm a hater or something because it's like people enjoy fireworks a great deal i've learned but uh i don't know man it's just not for me it's like they're loud and like i don't know like if they exploded and turned into like cool like pictures of like rambo or like cool pictures of birds or something i'd be cool with it but it's like it's all just the same explosion every single time how do you get stoked? You can't get stoked for that. It's the same thing over and over. True. I found yeah. it problematic that you just you just categorize Rambo in in the same breath as as birds. And I know you hate <laughs> birds, so I'm kind of wondering <laughs> what what your stance is here. Like, pick a side. Well, I do hate <laughs> birds. Uh, a bird was the, like a thing that I saw out of the corner of my eye, so I went with that. But uh, uh, okay, gotcha. You know, also people like birds. Is what I'm saying. People like fireworks. Yeah. People like birds. They would like to watch a firework that exploded and look kind of like a toucan wearing a fedora because I have oh, that yeah. kind of bird hanging in my house right now by a noose. <clears throat> he killed yeah, himself. Yeah, I definitely won't be checking out the fireworks because I hate crowds of people. Yeah, also a good point. See, I yeah. and, and like fucking uh, mosquitoes. I don't know why it took me so long to get there. But yeah, mosquitoes. If you're outside at night, that's a fucking great feeding time for them. And do you guys even have to deal with that where you are? What's no. the deal with mosquitoes? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> do you have to actually? <laughs> Hold on. Let me get let me get in front of this brick wall. Shine that spotlight on me. What's the deal? By the way, your blazer looks great today. For... Thank you. I can't wait to get on. Um, I mean, we, we have mosquitoes in California, but generally only when you're near a body of water and it's warm. Yeah, yeah I don't have mosquitoes here. Ohio. In Ohio, they're like ever-present because there's yeah, like fuck that. water and humidity everywhere. Yeah, it's gross. Uh-huh. So, I don't get beat up. And around uh, crowds of people, um, yeah, that all sounds like it's a bummer. What I do plan to do is uh, play a ton of pinball. I don't know what it is nice. about going back to Ohio, but yeah, 
when there's like pinball available, I'm all about it. Wait a minute. You're going to Ohio? Yeah, man. That's cool. I thought you knew this. <laughs> okay, uh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, you just said that you were going to go out of town. You didn't say Ohio. I don't think. Oh, maybe maybe yeah, you did. I don't know. Yeah. I've been preoccupied. Like You know, Sean Byron said he didn't like Captain America Winter Soldier the other day. I'm all torn up about it. That's, that's oh, what, man. It's taking that's my mind. State. <laughs> I know. I, uh, it's all I can think about all week. That's definitely the worst thing that's happened to me in the last couple of weeks is Sean Byron said he didn't like Winter Soldier. So I'm, I've been depressed about it. I, my mind's on other things, Frisbee. I apologize. That's okay. Well, Parker, you got to consider. You got to consider. Sean Byron also hates Fury Road and eats dogs. So take any of his opinions <laughs> with a grain of salt. Yeah. Well, there is that. He did say the Captain America Winter Soldier was a lot like Fury Road during, uh, yeah, during right. the junk fight. Great. So I know. <laughs> but. What are you going to do? But uh, yeah, so what are you going to be doing in Ohio? Are you going to be seeing people? Are you going to be talking to people? Are you going to be, uh, you know, doing that kind of stuff? Yeah, fuck yeah, man. As many people as possible. Um, last year I did, last year was a year of uh, traveling Frisbee. I forget what we actually dubbed it, but I traveled a lot. So that coupling of words makes sense. The old, um, the old traveling Frisbees. It was you. The old it was, wandering Frisbee. <laughs> it was you. It was George Harrison, Tom Petty. Bob yeah, Dylan. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roy Orbison was there. <laughs> yep. Wrapped in cellophane. Um, I ended up uh, doing a lot of traveling to like, I don't know, just places I hadn't been before. And that took up all my uh, travel expenses and time. So when I did get to Ohio, it was just to visit family. And that was it. And, um, oh, yeah, I didn't have like means to get around. So <laughs> I was just kind of stuck in one place. Didn't get to see anybody. This time I'm trying to see as many people as possible. People I haven't seen for like a couple of years now. So, and play as much pinball as possible, apparently. So, I'll be doing that too. Mm-hmm. I like that now you've been outed as going there specifically for the pinball and not for your friends and loved ones. They're going to hear this. They're going to be very sad. No, I mean, yeah, them's the breaks. <laughs> Pinball's great. <laughs> they had to find out sooner or later. Yeah. Maybe even more like pinball. I don't know what to tell them. Yeah. Mm hmm. It's like that Bob Dylan song like that you guys wrote together when you were in the Traveling Frisbees. Sooner or later, yeah. one of us must know that I'll be playing wow. pinball when I get there. <laughs> that was a good song. <laughs> that cut. is a reference I did not get. Yeah, same, man. <laughs> I, like, I like most of the things you just said. Oh, sorry. My, my Bob Dylan obscure references uh, are not sorry. landing. Who would have thought? No, they're just deep cuts. I trust you. Uh, but what about you guys? What are you all doing instead of watching fireworks? Uh, I'll probably work a little bit. That's probably about it. I got to go to Las Vegas in a couple of weeks, so I'll probably just like work all throughout the fireworks to make more money so that my wife can waste it all on slot machines. That's nice. What That's what I'm into. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to just take drugs and hang out with Rambo. Also nice. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a good plan. What better way to celebrate independence and freedom? <laughs> I can't think of any. Yeah. Does Rambo also do drugs? Is he like does he like to expand his consciousness at all or? Uh he's more into the like op- he's actually stricken by the opioid epidemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has a really yeah, he fucking shoots tons of heroin. This is something I forgot to bring up earlier when we were talking about Rambo's defining characteristics. His uh his heroin addiction is like one of his defining traits as a dog. Yeah. That I- explains all of his uh Lou Reed patches then. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I thought so. I I uh, when I once I saw that battle jacket, I said, "Oh man, this guy, he's definitely got a problem, and we should probably help him out and throw some sort of intervention right. for him." But uh, Rambo is so cute that like anytime you throw an intervention for him, like you just end up like tossing him like a ball. He brings it back. I'm sure you know, kind of a thing. So yeah. I just every time we try to stage an intervention, I just end up telling him he's a good dog over and over, and it really mixes, <laughs> mixes up the message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it ends, you're like, ah, I feel like there's something I'm supposed to tell him. Oh yeah, fuck. Oh fuck. I Save was supposed yourself. to tell him he's a bad dog. <laughs> I kept saying he's a good dog. How do I get these confused? Even had it written down and underlined. All of your friends and family are here, Rambo, to ask you who is a bad dog. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Yeah, it's you. Okay. No, that sounds like a plan. Parker, you mentioned uh, that you be working through the fireworks specifically. Mm-hmm. To, to, are you going to like document what's going on, like a stenographer? Oh uh, no, it's just that like my office is right by where the fireworks is, so every year it's like really loud. Oh, like okay. And like the fireworks go off, like the main fireworks go off, like. Fourth of July in the Central Valley is like always very predictable because like the main fireworks go or like you hear like a smattering before and then like nine o'clock happens and then like the city's fireworks go off and then like more illegal fireworks go off for like the next hour and then the whole rest of the night is just uh, gunshots. Mm. And like, oh yeah, like so that's always a lot of fun. It's uh like once you get to like eleven thirty, like just hearing the gunshots is very fun. It's very conducive to working downtown where most of the gunshots happen it's fun that's cool that's actually yeah, something like, i've noticed noticed living in uh in oakland for the last five years is uh i've never i've never lived in a place where a month before the fourth of july the gun the the gunshots start like more than usual <laughs> like you hear a lot of explosions and gunshots for a month leading up to the fourth of july and then about two weeks after yeah like it's just Fourth of July is like just an excuse for people to like take out firearms and like fire at each other more more than they usually do. Yeah, I would never have guessed that about California. Like in Ohio, like it's like pretty rare that like a dude will set off fireworks on July 3rd or July 5th. Like it's usually just that night everybody goes crazy, but here it's like I don't know what it is about the fireworks here, but people like it's just like the two months before and the two months after, people are just having a good time. And then they bring them back out around uh New Year's Eve. It's like Fireworks are a huge part of the economy and local culture here. I don't understand it, and I don't care for it. Hey, one side note. I just want us to appreciate that we can hear Rambo, like, <laughs> gnawing on something or snoring. It's actually my, he was actually gnawing on my finger. That's what you were hearing. Uh, That's fucking great. Oh, man. That just made my day. Okay, back yeah, on. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm actually, I might need to get medical help. Like, my, like, my, my finger's bleeding profusely. It's gotten down to the bone. Oh, no. But he's so yeah. cute. He's such a good boy. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, doctor, doctor, my dog is adorable. Please help. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell if that was Rambo snarling or if my phone had accidentally started playing the Wayne Podcast Town News early. <laughs> they sound very similar. <laughs> I wanted to say that, yeah, like, we're, uh, <clears throat> I'm experiencing that nonstop gunshot firing here. Like, I hear it at night, like every other night and we've had 12 or 13 i can't remember how many it is uh drive-by shootings in like the past couple days uh there was a seven-year-old here who got as news reports put it got hurt like who gets hurt from a fucking gunshot like you're wounded you know 
or you're like yeah. struck by a bullet. But when it's a kid, in order to like kind of play it down, they're like, oh, we got a boo boo. Well, this kid just like ran into a bullet. No, nah, gee whiz. Like he scraped his knee. It's pretty fucked. <laughs> so yeah. I was Our... like, are authorities going to kiss it and make it better? Uh, probably not. Nah. Or <laughs> this is not the way it's headed. But yeah. Oh, he's hurt. Well, like, did you see a picture of the kid? Like, maybe he has really big muscles and he was just like slightly hurt by a gunshot wound. Oh, yeah. Winged. This mm-hmm. this uh, muscular uh, Adonis of a child got winged by a bullet. Yeah. It served to only like piss him off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now he's going to go extract his re- his revenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It renewed his his uh, quest for vengeance. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into that. He was like, "Finally, I can feel something." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was like uh, that dude from Blade Runner. Like he didn't feel alive anymore until that gunshot grazed his muscles now he feels alive and now he's uh back to doing the things he loves like playing volleyball and bicycling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and he put on that one song that's like i feel alive for the very first time and then there was like a training montage yeah yeah so i think that this think- gunshot <laughs> this drive-by shooting has been a blessing for your community frisbee <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all agree it was a positive thing yeah. it was obviously like very wacky and wholesome if he only got hurt because, uh, yeah, usually people get, like, shot or wounded. So, yeah, this could Let be... Let me ask you something. Was was Yakety Sax playing during this drive-by? Because it does sound like kind of a wacky drive-by. Ah, uh, I was wondering why I could hear that, like, in the distance. You know yeah. how, like, there's uh, YouTube videos now are, like, such-and-such such song from another room? That's what it was like yeah. with Yakety Sax. It was, like, Yakety Sax outside. And I was like, why is Yakety Sax outside? Soothing, but why is it outside? Man, that just gave me a good idea. I'm, I'm going to do a, a Yakety Sax ASMR video and put it on YouTube. <laughs> That's a good plan. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to like whisper it a cappella into the yeah. mic? Yeah, while I'm like combing a doll's hair. <laughs> <laughs> or pretending to shampoo a person's uh, hair. Those are always... Yeah. Those are the weirdest things. Pubic ASMRs. hair. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> It's been a while since we discussed ASMR. Yeah. Oh, I wish it had been a while since the last time I discussed ASMR. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a common thing then. It's a daily occurrence for me. Yeah. I can't go to sleep without watching that Donald Trump ASMR. It's my favorite video. Oh, man. It's so good. (laughs) It's wonderful. It's gross. No, it's good. You like it. (laughs) We all like that one. Uh, speaking of things we like, though, and things that are gross, uh, you guys been watching those Twin Peaks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we sure have. <laughs> Good transition. I was trying to find a way to transition since, like, uh, you mentioned jackpots in uh, our slot machines. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, yes. Mr. Jackpots. It's Mr. Jackpots. Yeah. I've watched about seven minutes of this Twin Peaks. I watched, like, the first three of the first episode and, like, turned it off. And I watched like four minutes of Kyle MacLachlan playing slots, and then I got sick of that and turned it off. <laughs> so I don't know too much about these Twin Peaks. Uh, what do you guys know about it? I take it, Mr. Frisbee, you like it. Mr. Shelby Cobras, you don't like it. Yeah, those appear to be the uh, stances going into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I would have had your experience, Parker, and 
would have shut it off after seven minutes. I made it, I made it halfway through like the fifth episode, and I was just like, man, this is, I can't waste any more any more of my time on this. And I, I went into it really, really excited. Like I was, I, I am a huge fan of the original Twin Peaks series. Like there's only, I think only like three or four TV series that I've watched all the way through. I watched uh, Breaking Bad all the way through, and I watched that show Six Feet Under, like. 10 years ago all the way through and but i've watched twin peaks the original twin peaks twice the whole series and i love it and uh when the new one came out like i didn't i didn't start watching it like this the minute it came out like i waited maybe two weeks so everybody was telling me Corey and eric specifically from ilkon radio like this is the best thing on tv you're gonna love it and man it is i i did not like it it is really, really slow and really, really annoying, and I gave up on it five episodes in. And I actually got an Amazon Prime account with the $8 a month Hulu add-on so I could watch it and just canceled that shit immediately. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to pay for this. It's a bummer. And just but Frisbee, a, sell it to me. Sell it to well, me. Well, before we go on, at least we've all got common ground with uh, Breaking Bad. I think we all watched that all the way through and enjoyed it. Okay. I, mm-hmm. I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> you know why? Because it had a story that moved along in a linear fashion, and it had characters that I cared about, and mm-hmm. uh, plot twists, and like coherent thoughts. Mm-hmm. One of the things yeah, that I really like... I liked about it. Yeah, one of the things I like about Breaking Bad is that Gustavo Fring like, never just like turns into a tree, or whatever mm-hmm. happens. I, yeah, yeah. I like I, I think I would have been down for that, but I see where you're going with it. Yeah. I, well, yeah. Maybe that was a bad example. If Gus turned into a tree, it'd be cool. But like if Mike or somebody did, it wouldn't have been that great. Yeah, I would have been pissed if that if it would have been Mike. Yeah, yeah. That would yeah. have made sense. Fuck scary that. But Mr. But Frisbee. Yeah, I, I love this show. Uh, I love it for a lot of the reasons you just said. I think it's great that it's... Uh, is going through nonlinear storytelling because I've just never mm-hmm. seen too much of that on TV anyway. Um, I I liked the original series when I watched it the first time through, and I was catching up on it again. I was talking about this with Parker, like, uh, or at least with Fire Walk with me, the movie that they did or that Lynch did after the fact, and how that's not like the series. I kind of dug it upon a rewatch, and when I went back to the series itself. I liked the the first couple episodes and then some of the second season, but some of the second season is just like, oh man, it's boring. It's it gets real very dumb. soap opera y. Yeah. And <clears throat> I I didn't know what to expect going into this one, uh this uh Twin Peaks the Return. But by like episode three, I fucking dug it uh wholeheartedly because of the uh the weird room sequence with that no-eyed lady. And Ugh, yeah, I didn't know what the so fuck was boring. going on. It went on forever. Oh, so good. Like <laughs> all the weird sound effects and editing that was happening with it. Didn't need to make sense. Didn't make too much sense for me. Uh, and it was a different way of telling a story that like, I don't think we know all the pieces to Maybe people are talking about, uh, how this is like a bit of '90s nostalgia and stuff, and I don't think there's anything nostalgic about it. Like I don't know. That's what we're cutting that's something out. I, yeah, that's something I, I like. One of the main reasons I don't like it is I was hoping, 
I was hoping that it would re- retain some, at least some of the feel of the original series. And that, mm-hmm. that's just, it's just totally gone. It's, I mean, it's, I, you know, maybe to, to its credit, it is totally its own thing. You know, it's like got a completely different feel. Yeah. Um, but like, I was kind of hoping for a continuation because I, I really, something I liked about the original series was sort of the, the charm that it had, like the, the characters in the small town and how they interacted together. And that shit's just totally gone. And you know I'm a fan of David Lynch. I, I like most of his stuff, but I'm I'm not on board for this one. I do agree that the the sound is great though, the sound yeah. editing and the sound effects and everything and the music is really good. But as far as the the editing of the actual like the image, it's really repetitive and that it just annoys me. They show the same thing over and over and over, and mm-hmm. I I just can't. I don't have the patience for that. I guess. Yeah, I don't know what that says about me either, where I'm like, oh, yeah, just show me that same clip rewound and then played forward again and then rewound a bit. Like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, and I, like... can, I totally understand. <laughs> I, I totally understand why, why, why people like it. You know, it's just different, different strokes for different folks. Um, and I, yeah, I had to bail on it because it's I, I, I really, really dig the, the David Lynch weirdness and like the non sequiturs and shit. But to me, it's like I, he shows all these weird images and the plots doing all these weird things that don't seem connected to anything else. And I know because it's David Lynch, like that shit's not going to like coalesce into a coherent storyline at the end of the series. A lot, all that shit's there, not all of it, but you know, a lot of that shit's there just as a red herring, just to like, Hey, look at this weird thing. Look at this weird tree. Like, yeah, it's just, it's just there to distract you, you know? And it, it was just, yeah, I, I could, I didn't have anything to like suck me in. I was just like, okay, well, here's another weird image and like some droning buzzing noise and like somebody walking around in an empty house. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just, I just couldn't hang. I think, uh, I think one of the things that was strange, like at the very outset of this was people trying to figure out like, direct links from the previous series and movie, if there was like any sort of mystery to be solved. And I think it's just going to be a different, like as its own thing, it's going to be different. Like it'll touch back to those. It'll reference them. But I don't think that there's a lot to explain just yet. They keep bringing in new stuff. That's, that's way different. Also, I haven't read that. Apparently like Mark Frost put out this book that was supposed to be like a, a companion piece to it. I don't have time for that. Even though it's like a coffee book that, you know, is, should be like an easy read. It's still like 40 yeah. bucks or something that I'm not willing to throw down on something that I'm already yeah, paying I mean, I'm like not gonna, eight bucks a month for. I'm not going to do a fucking homework assignment to like watch a TV show. <laughs> like the, right. the TV show is enough work already. Yeah, it works so well for Dune, you know, when they had a lot like pamphlets to explain what the fuck was going on. But, oh, what uh, is Dune? That's, that's something else entirely. I'm down for that. Oh, right on. <laughs> I'll do Dune homework all day long. <laughs> well at least with the dune homework it like matters because it's like you got to explain like who these dudes are who those dudes are who the spices are like what the what the sandworms is and twin peaks is just like uh here's like a weird image that means nothing like i don't understand what the homework could be like oh here's a weird tree that means nothing oh here's a weird room that means nothing here's a, a casino that means nothing here's uh ethan Suplee 
saying the same three lines of dialogue over and over again in a casino and he's not fat anymore and it's like kind of weird and you take it's going to take you about 10 minutes to figure out he's the dude from Mallrats because he's not that fat anymore uh, isn't that weird damn <laughs> you got heated over seven minutes of viewing time <laughs> yeah man yeah man it made me mad and so like yeah. cohesive for you too uh yeah, I I think in the long run, like the mystery of this show, like that's what he's doing is he's building a tone of mystery, which I don't get from a lot of TV anymore. So yeah, it is weird that Ethan Suplee is in that that Michael Sarah showed up as a character role. Oh and, God, yeah, I know, but it's a uh, it's playing to a longer, bigger theme of mystery. Although it does feel like there is this, he's also doing this universe building shit with. Uh, these woodsman characters that he brought in um, since the first episode of this run. I hadn't seen them in like previous iterations of the show, but they're like these sooty looking guys who yeah, just kind of I appear and disappear. I don't yeah, know what that's about. I, I didn't, uh, I kind of just caught a couple, I like I had already stopped watching the series before they were introduced, but I like came into a room where that episode was on and like caught a couple minutes of that part. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. Like that's another thing I like about David Lynch is how he creates these like this like aura of dread sometimes where it's like just between a combination of the music and the long shots and like it's like nothing's happening but you're just like filled with dread anyways. Yeah. And like I dig that, but it seems like it seems like the new series is all all that feeling and no like doesn't have any of the charm of the original. It's just like all that like creeping dread, which I'm down for in like a two hour movie. I just can't do like 20 hours of it, you know? Yeah, that's that's understandable. Yeah, it's a fucking lot of dread to go through. But yeah. I, uh, on this part about the charm of the original town from the uh, previous series, I don't know if that is going to come back. Like they had some of those characters in and there were brief glimpses of them. Or like the Horn Brothers, where uh, Jerry Horn is now like a guy at a fish concert or something. Now, yeah, um, the other characters that they showed, like Nadine and and uh, Doctor Jacoby, and even like uh, Shelley and whatnot. Like Shelley's the one that looks closest back to her original character, like working at the yeah. Double R Diner. I don't think that they're gonna totally retain any of that stuff or even go back to it. That might just be a, a showing of this changing of the times. Because even like Dr. Yeah. Jacoby's character is like, he's like an Alex Jones type now. Well, he's doing, yeah, he's doing his best impersonation of Eric from Milk on Nights After Dark, I think is what's going on there. <laughs> yeah, and nobody can actually do a very good impression of Eric. He's, you know. He's his own thing. He's his own thing. Yeah. Yeah. But nice try. Hey, if I need, if I wanted existential dread, I would just listen to the podcast Town News. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what a great segue. Wayne's got my needs covered. Yeah, we got Wayne here. Uh, I got, I got his stuff pulled up. <clears throat> he actually did this one two weeks ago, but since we didn't do an episode, then uh, we still got it. So this news may be a little bit out of date, but uh, I'm sure he'll offer some uh, clarifications. In the future of needs be. But uh you guys ready for these podcast town newses? Yep. Hell yeah. I know you guys like Wayne. I think this has a lot to do with Chili Dog Summer, so I think it may speak to you specifically, Shelby Cobras. Tight. Here we go. Hold on. Oh my god. 
Wow, technical difficulties on a podcast? Chili dog summary is in full effect, <laughs> and I am loathing life because of it. I don't mind seeing occasional chili dog, because I remember last year and how fucking over the top it went. And I guess a lot of people who listen to Ilkhan have kind of left the town and kind of given up on it, because it's, you know, it started off really hardcore, like last week, the week before, but now it's down to like one post a day, which I'm like, oh, great. Even freaking Mike Dick posted those gourmet chili dogs, those look fucking awesome. I mean, that's something I spend money on. Not like some of the ones that I've seen where it looks like a damn hobo took a shit on a chili dog, on a hot dog. But what can you do? You got assholes like Corey and his boy toy, his flunky, Shelby, who's going to be on your show. What's your name? Shelby Showfy? Shelby Fullfy? Shelby Snowfy? Shelby Shoefly? Shelby Loofly? Fluffy 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 Yeah, he's useless you know saddest motherfucker I've ever seen in pictures he, he sang the chili dog theme and it you know it rocketed down to the toilet it just was awful you know he gave one person I know who, who listened to it a hernia just, <laughs> a hernia what one of the things that brought possible? up to me today was that the chick who told her friend to kill himself got arrested not arrested fuck why did I say that got put in jail he's probably gonna serve like 20 years for it and everybody's like, oh, Vaughn, maybe you shouldn't do it anymore. But I, I don't beg. I'm not like a podcaster who has a Patreon who has to beg all the time for money. I, what's the word? I demand you do something about it. You know, if anything is in your life and it just feels wrong, do it. Just do it. What can I tell you? But like I said, the town itself, the group, is such a shit show of shitty-looking chili dogs and podcasters who don't know how to post their proper links and kind of babble on, kind of like this bit. <clears throat> and it's so like, okay, I'm not going to check that out. Occasionally, if something good pops up, I'm like, oh, cool, let's watch. And I'll read about it and I'll contribute. But most of the time, it's just like, oh, this is garbage. Just fucking diarrhea down my backside. Awful. And I don't know. I don't know why I'm still doing this. I know I'm contributing to do it until 200, but I don't know if I can get there. Maybe I'll start, you know what? I've I've threatened this before, but I think maybe I'm going to start actually reviewing the podcast that pop up here. And I know this is a Mike Dick thing. Mike Dick did it, you know, via the, the group. But I think I'm actually do this on the show every two weeks. Pick two shows, listen to a couple episodes, and tear them apart. Because the be honest, the group sucks. Besides Sarah Murphy doing really good posts, and occasionally Mike Dick coming on actually kicking ass, and maybe, you know, Jackson Stewart coming on, and Parker, you know, maybe Kevin Moss occasionally, those handful of people doing some good stuff, kick ass. Everybody else can suck a dick. Except for Chuck, the guy who does uh, the art for you guys. He's doing some good stuff. But I don't think that's on Podcast Down. I think that's just on his own personal Facebook group. Personal Facebook page. And he's kicking ass. So I'll keep him in the, the pile of good people. The rest of you guys can all fucking suck a dick. I mean, like, choke on it. Just fucking get it and choke on it. Like that fucking chili dog you want to take. Just choke on it. And maybe you'll have a good time. But I'm not... Fuck it, I'm done. That's Wayne Podcast Town News. How do you guys feel about this news? I know that you guys don't frequent Podcast Town as much as maybe I do or some of the listeners do. So maybe some of this stuff is news to you about everybody being able to suck a dick there. I didn't know that was like a trade secret. 
in the town. But uh, I I didn't totally get Chili Dog Summer last year until I went to the uh, Hot Dog Festival in Chicago. And not only had a Chili Dog, but a Dorito Dog. That was fucking tight. Were they putting um, Doritos on, on hot dogs these days? Crumbled up Doritos with nacho cheese sauce and jalapenos. Fuck. Man, Hell dude. Yeah. I I don't Instagram food. Fucking Instagram the shit out of that. Because it was, not only was it a delicious treat to eat, but it was beautiful to look at, like the Mona Lisa. So after that, I came around. I've had, I've had chili dogs a couple times a week now. I'm going to have a chili dog after nice. this, in fact, since we're talking about it. I might even post about it in Podcast Town, much to Wayne's chagrin. I don't want to upset our journalistic uh, hired help here, but yeah, you might have some complaints about that. I actually just totally spaced out during that whole segment. I was petting a dog <laughs> and enjoying my life and kind of focusing on not being a completely fucking miserable person. Um <laughs> So yeah, I don't really have much input. I didn't. I didn't really listen. Yeah, that's understandable with Rambo. He can. Yeah. Who needs drugs when you can basically induce astral projection, out of body experiences by petting a dog? Exactly. Cool that yeah. I'm. I'm actually over here enjoying my life. So my apologies for for spacing out. <laughs> Do you think that? Uh... Do you think that Wayne has never had a chili dog? Do you think that maybe that's why he's upset? I think that Wayne's just never experienced the emotion of pleasure or happiness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, no, I, that's that's what you get from eating a chili dog is like, you know, a feeling of fulfillment, happiness with with existence. So, yeah, I think it's pretty obvious he's never never eaten a chili dog because he has this problematic association with like chili dogs being like dicks or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he does have that. I, I, I felt really weird last week. Uh, I thought that maybe Wayne was going to get us fired from being a podcast because he had that rant about how chili dogs are like are like uh, penises and like how anybody who mm-hmm. eats a chili dog is really just trying to be skull fucked with a penis. And dude, nice kink shaming, by the way. Yeah, I know. Some yeah, of, some of us like being uh, skull fucked with chili dogs. Yeah, some of us like a little diarrhea on our dick sometimes. Like, who, what makes you so fucking great that you get to judge that? Mm-hmm, Mr. The only kind of hot dogs Wayne likes are the vanilla kinds. He's not yep. into the adventurous yep. stuff. Dude, uh, I shudder to think about that man's fuck style. <laughs> it must be the most fucking miserable, fucking joyless experience for him. <laughs> But yeah, well, I felt bad like we were going to get fired from from podcasting because our friend Don, who was on the podcast last week, she uh, told me she was like, "Hey, I haven't listened to the episode yet because like we didn't play the Wayne stuff live. I just added it in later." And uh, she was like, "I just posted it in the the Reddit group for all the fun podcasts." And I was like, "Oh no, we're going to get so <laughs> Mark Maron's going to listen to this podcast and he's going to fire us from podcasting." We're going to have to quit. <laughs> Wayne just ruined Fire us from podcasting. I've never been paid for this. Am I gonna uh, oh, yeah. The on one me? other thing. The one other thing I wanted to say about Wayne was the last time I saw him, he was he was bleeding from facelift surgery still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We didn't even talk. Yeah. <laughs> he has been getting a lot of work done. 
Yeah. Uh, it's not helping. Mm-mm. I don't know. I like Wayne, though. I like his podcast, Town News. That's why I pay him. And I'm sorry that you haven't been paid yet, uh, Frisbee. I've been, I've been uh, paying Wayne twice as much as it's been in accounting error, and I apologize. <laughs> twice as I much. I didn't see the... The Venmo didn't come through for me yet either. Is that like, is that common that it takes? You're getting a, a days or no? You're getting Bevmo. You're getting like a coupon for, for drinks. Oh, awesome! I love I love the greeting cards they have there. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I'm I'm intrigued by this idea that you can get a sense of somebody's fuck style by what kind of hot dogs they eat. So oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best way to figure out someone's fuck style is just just check out their hot dog intake. So what does a Doritos dog say? Is that like, I don't care how dirty oh, want- my bed is? Because that's what it feels like. Uh, I think that just means you like to eat Doritos while you're fucking. Mm-hmm. Cool. That is tight. Which also means, yeah, that also means you you enjoy life and pleasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I really like Taco Bell, I'm fucking, that means I like to live moss. Yeah, you're you're somewhat of a hedon. All right, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying this. I like it, and I'm totally I'm totally down for that. You're doing it right, frisbee. All right, yeah. One of my favorite fuck styles is uh, to live moss, which is that I role play that I'm Kevin Moss, like while <laughs> I have sex with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Does that also mean that you that you fight your dad while you're fucking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like possibly the possibly the deepest cut. <laughs> That's what I like to do. That's just you know I don't want anybody to kink shame me for that. I'm just trying to be honest here. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, happy pride <laughs> and Father's Day. That was just like last week or so. Oh yeah, that's a thing too. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. Some celebratory Father's Day fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Get over here, Dad. We're doing this. I'm gonna fight you. I'm, I'm make yeah, I'm making you a grandkid right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's my fuck style. What do you guys think about uh like uh sauerkraut on a hot dog? What do you think that says about the person's fuck style? I think mm-hmm. it means that uh that they're into some like uh some German uh, Nazi dominatrix shit. Some some Ilsa she wolf style, like strapped up to a cross, getting whipped, sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can only fuck to Deutschland Deutschland Uber Alice playing in the background. I agree. Oh, that, that's why I love sauerkraut on my dog so much. <laughs> <laughs> now it all makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was watching a. Uh, uh, that the new Netflix series Glow last week, and I watched the documentary before it. Um, didn't realize that like some of those wrestlers back in the '80s were coming out to this full-on like Nazi goose stepping and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was weird. I did not expect that. I kind of thought it. Would you call like, it? Would you call it problematic? Probably now. I don't know yeah. what to call it back then though. They probably just found out to be like good marketing or something gross. Yeah. Like, yeah, this will get him riled up. Yeah, different time in place. It was just for fun, you know? It was just for fun. For funsies. (laughs) Yeah. You were allowed to be a Nazi and then fake fight people back in the 80s. You know? Mm -hmm. They knew how to have fun. Yeah. 
I guess, I mean, yeah, they'd always lose, so that's that's good. Yeah, it'd be a different thing if the Nazis came out and won every week and then were mm-hmm. handed trophies. I don't think they ever did that. Yeah, did you, any, you guys watch this glow at all? Nah. No, sir. I can't watch okay. that glow. Mark Maron's in it. What am I going to do? Watch Mark Oh, Maron's yeah. Mark, sorry. Yeah, yeah that's, that's reason enough. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a deal breaker for me. I might yeah, watch it. Yeah, I might watch an episode and like just fast forward to like the butts and boobs because that mm-hmm. part seems interesting. But uh, I am excited. I think that Netflix is putting on the actual show Glow at some point, like I heard, to like coincide with this new Glow show. And I'm going to watch the fucking shit out of that because original Glow was the tightest jam on earth. Yeah, I I, you like make so a good point. Comments. Yeah. I don't, shit. I, I don't know anything about it, but I'm on board. I think you make a good point if somebody would make like a boobs and butt supercut and put it on YouTube. Like I would watch the fuck out of that. I'll try to find it. I bet somebody did. It's probably on uh X hamster right now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the glow boobs. Frisbee, and butt let supercut. me, let me ask you a question are, uh, about uh, this new glow show. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it, it's set in the eighties, right? Yeah. It's a period piece. Yes. Are the butts appropriately long? Uh, there are some long butts. To be honest. All right. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm starting to get sold on it. And they do like shots of these long butts, which do nothing for me. I know they're like oh, your guys' number one jam, but they show like these uh, 80s jeans tightly gripped onto these 80s long butts. Dude, I think oh, that man. we have a fundamental Twin Peaks esque disagreement about long butts here. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I feel like the charm of 80s long butts is lost on me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I love small a nice town long butt. long butt charm. Yeah. But I'm not much the same as Twin Peaks. I'm not into the return of long butts because, like, hipster girls do that now, I think. Yeah. Like, long butts are making a comeback, but I'm not into 2017 long butts. I want the real article. I want the 1986 to 1993 <laughs> long butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like those vintage long butts. I, I have noticed that long butts are coming back, and it's like, I, you know, I like it. I like a long butt more than I like the short butts. You know, like, there's been a lot of short butts late, lately. Like on Instagram mm-hmm. and stuff, where like they make the butts look short and wide uh, via the mm-hmm. panties, but uh, in the swim shorts and whatever else. But uh, you know, so I mean, I'll take it over whatever other kinds of butts are available. But yeah, the, the like you said, the eighty-six to ninety-three long butts were by far the best butts I think in history of recorded civilization. Except for like there were like some caveman yeah. butts that were good, I think. But uh, as far as modern butts Those go. Are ch- those are the choice butts. Those are the deep butts. <laughs> deep butts. Did you say Cajun butts, Parker, or uh, Canadian butts? I said caveman butts. Oh, caveman butts. Yeah, caveman ladies had like wicked good butts because like they were walking like upwards to twenty five miles a day and like hunting for berries and fruits. Uh huh. You know, so like they had really good butts because of that. Not a lot of people know that, but I mean, me as a butt connoisseur and an expert archaeologist of butts, butt archaeology. And yeah, <laughs> like I know these things. I went to, you I know, I got, a, you, I got a PhD got, in classical butts. Okay. I consider you a butt sommelier. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm also oh, a I can butt hear that sommelier. Rambo, like looking up water. It's great. Oh, yeah. yeah he's drinking his water. That's, I'm surprised you can hear that. He's like on the other side of the room. He Wonderful. loves it. Uh, speaking of emails, I think we have some sad emails. Mr. Yeah, these are some these are some of the saddest emails we received. So, hold on to your long butts. Uh, this one's from James. 
Hey, Parker. And it's uh, titled Dad Review. It says, hey, Parker and Frisbee. My dad passed away on Thursday. This is from May 23rd, by the way. So the Thursday before then. It says, and I would appreciate it if you could be so kind as to review my dad. I have enclosed some photos of him as for you to review. And you got some photos here. It's like vintage photo. The kid dad from school. And then another vintage photo of adult dad wearing a suit and tie. Guessing from college. Wicked sideburns on this dude, by the way. Let me take Going down the jawline. I don't even Do you have it this. open? Oh, yeah. Man, those are good sideburns. Good hair. Nice mustache. Let me see. I'll try to save this so that uh, we can show it to Shelby Cobras. That's a pretty good dad. Uh, he's not the best dad I've ever seen. Pretty Graduation good. day, he's got... He's bearded dad. Pretty good. And then Navy dad. All clean shaven. And thoughtful dad in repose in like an Almond Mills photo with uh, expert lighting and his hand on his chin. Oh, yeah. I like a good Olin Mills dad. Yeah, that's a really good photo. He looks like a pro wrestler in that photo. Oh, bearded college dad's pretty good. Yeah, that's dope. I like that this dad has like so many different looks. It's like he's got this thoughtful Olin Mills thing going on in one picture. And then, like, in this other one, he's, like, a, you know, like, a Navy man with, like, no facial hair and big glasses. But then, like, in this other one, he's got, like, the long hair and the beard and no glasses and, like, a you know, graduating cap. This is a man, this is a dad uh, of a million faces. I respect that. Yeah. Diverse dad. Yeah. I don't know if we see that. We see, like, like Shelby's dad was cool-ass dad. Not one to fuck with dad, you know? Because mm-hmm. he was, like, shirtless and smoking in a van in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, this is, I think this is our first diverse dad who wasn't just like one, one like polo shirt wearing dad or anything like that. So this dad got around. He did a lot of shit. That's true. Although now that you mention it, Shelby's dad was a little bit diverse. He was a man who could, uh, he was, you know, if you got Shelby's dad, he was a man who could do both things for you. He was shirtless and smoking in that oh, one. Yeah. But then he was also like wearing a tuxedo and sipping wine in the next. And I like that. That's where we saw that photo. Fuck. I was just thinking about that picture the other day. Where Shelby's looking like uh, jokingly smug as hell. Like he's pointing to somebody off camera and be like, hey, Rich. <laughs> that was good. Mm-hmm. That was I good. only hung out with rich dudes named Rich <laughs> in the 80s and <laughs> Probably, 90s. I'm guessing just at that one party. And you, it looks like you made fun of them hard. Yes, I did. <laughs> it's, a, it's an excellent photo. I forgot where I saw that. But yeah, that was in that coupling. Yeah. So that was like... Uh, party dad and elegant party dad and this is like oh yeah a dad of many. diverse yeah diverse dads are great i thought you said diaper diapers dads <laughs> hey i'm not here to kink shame anybody <laughs> yeah man if your dad's stuff. if your dad's an adult baby that's cool too that's just yeah. just adds to the diversity uh-huh so yeah cool photos yeah. good dad yeah Sweet would you dad, james get mm-hmm. grief <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to hear about your dad as well, but he's pretty good. I'll give him a 4.99 out of 5. He's pretty good. Pretty, pretty, I'll give pretty good. Five or six. Yeah. Six. Very good dad. About as Great good dad. as I can. I give him a seven out of five. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we, is that a. That's all our emails, by the way. Yeah. That's all the emails. And I was, and I was looking up. Um, this is going back to what we were talking about earlier when uh, Shelby was in Denver playing for True Brewing. I went to their website, and I'm looking at their bottles. 
I like turned away for a second and glanced back at the names of these and the names have a description, but I read the description first. So I thought this band's name was dark mixed culture ale. And I was like, <laughs> wait, that's not right. <laughs> but I figured that could be like a band name. Cause there was a show here last night where there was names close to that, like venomous Maximus or. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this is a, this is the description for black celebration, which sounds good. Like, aged on Colorado sweet cherries man it sounds tasty but I thought they were just naming themselves after a beer I like how you equate the name dark mixed culture ale with venomous maximus <laughs> basically <laughs> basically the same thing I don't know yeah yeah it's a, it's like A to B for me um yeah. anyway I'll have to try one of these this looks good yeah I don't know try I'm sure they have a, a bounty of of uh, IPAs and sours and saisons for you to uh, stroke your beard too. Oh man, I have a beard and I do not like saisons. So yeah, I like hard. I like me a nice domestic pilsner. That's about it. I didn't get down with the uh, the micro brew scene at True Brewery. Right That's on. some shit for dudes that rock Conan back patches. I've been drinking exclusively Molson Canadians and Lone Star beer from Texas. That's yeah, been moose juice. Friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Moosehead, actually. To get yeah. into the uh, fucking... Uh, what was that? What movie was that? With, it's Valentine's Day, right? The murder? What? My Bloody what? Valentine. That's what I'm thinking oh, of. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I drink Moosehead that in that movie. Oh, yeah. Nice. And they do yeah. murders. And they murder people, which is not why I'm drinking it. But still, it's there. Well, hell yeah, man. There's nothing more American than fucking guzzling some Canadian beer on the 4th of July. I tell you what, eh? Oh, did you see that Get post? <laughs> did you see that post about the uh, poutine donut at Tim Hortons? Oh, I saw that. I knew no. you would be excited for it, but I myself, uh, I just like, <laughs> I, I I put my flag at half-mast because of this. hey says <laughs> very sexual of you. Uh, yeah, just the thought of a poutine donut has my flag at half mass half already. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think it looks fucking gross, but because Columbus has become like uh, Toronto too, apparently, like they get a lot of, uh, I'm guessing Canadians there. Like the last time I went there, I felt like I was in fucking Toronto because it was just ads for Labatt's Blue and hockey and shit. Uh, they actually have a Tim Hortons that's doing that, so I'm... That's what I'm doing when I go up to Ohio nice. next week. Yeah, man. It's going to be filled with regret. As are all your daily activities, though, to be honest. To be honest, yeah. Yeah. yeah man. Like I'm just going to scarf down a very gut-busting chili dog after this, and it's going to hurt. I, I think I'm going to have a chili dog today. I think I'm going to make Rambo a little dog, doggy chili dog, too. Oh, yeah. It's the cutest shit. Yeah, that's we we really haven't got into the full swing of chili dog summer yet. I think I need to involve Rambo more. Yeah, if you can like film him eating the chili dog, I'll make a ditty out of it. Another meme. Nice. And I'll try to get like sunglasses to fall on his head again. Mm-hmm. All right, that's cool. our project for today. No regrets there. I can tell you what. In oh, addition yeah. to chili dog summer, will you be celebrating Ghoul Summer with Rambo? Will you be watching like some Bills Above movies with him, or does he is he into that kind yeah. of stuff? Well, considering that we watch Bill's Above movies like all day, every day already, <laughs> like Cool Summer is not much of an occasion for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, 
you know, every season is, is cool summer for us. That makes sense. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. Uh, just He's me. kind of a Rambo's a, a Bill Zabub super fan. Yeah. That's that's understandable. Uh that's I mean, you know, the last time I talked to Rambo, he asked me if I could send him my copies of those Bill Zabub movies that I bought from Bill Zabub. Yeah. I just sewed I just sewed an ant farm dickhole patch onto his battle jacket <laughs> right before I got on the, on the phone with you guys. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope uh, Rambo. Last time I talked to him, he was telling me he was going to get a dick shark tattoo like on his chest, and so I hope he follows through. Yeah, yeah. We have an appointment. We're going to do it on Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Patriotic as fuck. Uh, well, on that note, I think that's the end of the show because I got to get out of here. I also have an appointment to go get an Anfarm Dick Cole tattoo on my chest. Nice. And on my dick hole. Actually, I'm getting it up mostly on my dick hole. It's going to go from the dick hole to the chest. It's going to be a big tattoo. That's so meta. <laughs> uh, but thanks, Shelby Covers, for coming on. I appreciate you and what you do. Man. Vice versa. I, uh, I appreciate you guys and what you do, and thank you so much for having me. Not a problem. I also apologize for the things that Wayne said to you. Oh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, Shelby's living a better life than all of us because he's hanging out with Rambo right now. So I don't think any of that matters. Yeah. No apologies needed. Well, I apologize yeah, to um, everybody that Wayne has insulted on behalf of our parent corporation, Viacom. I'm not sorry because apparently he's been receiving my salary on top of his own. So <laughs> that sucks. Um, all and, uh, uh, Shelby, all you can... Just, uh... I'm going to resend you guys my Venmo information, by the way, just to make, make sure you have the proper uh, proper info to send my payment for this appearance. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened. It should be there already. Yeah, it's so weird. I don't know. I talked to your accounting department, but uh, I'll, I'll resend all my info just to be sure. Okay. Yeah, our accounting department is also run by Wayne, so if you get <laughs> if you get the voicemail telling you to kill yourself, uh, I don't know. You might have to call human resources or something. Yeah. Oh, I was wondering because last time I got a payment from you guys, it had the little emojis with like a skull and crossbones and a knife and a gun pointing <laughs> to a guy's head. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Those are never consistent, by the way. Like it's usually yeah. just whatever mix of those and others that you can find, like coffins. Right. Yeah, so it, it's never going to be the same thing each time. Um, where can people find you otherwise? Oh boy. Um deathmetaldads.com, illogicalentraption.com. Uh check out my music in a number of places. Uh my band Vastum will be in uh Brooklyn playing at St. Vitus September 15th. We're playing the Shadow Woods Metal Fest in Maryland September 16th. I might be a day off on those dates, but if you're in those areas, come say what's up. Um yeah, I don't know. That's that's the jumping off point. Right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where can the kids find you, Frisbee? I hear you do a podcast on on the side on the weekends. That's right. It's uh, the Blind Podsman, a Zatuichi podcast. I host that alongside uh, Patrick, who is also doing um, Banshee Jams and All Kill podcast. It's a podcast devoted to K-pop. I don't know much about that. But he does, so you can listen to that. And uh, we'll be celebrating Ghoul Summer on the Blind Podsman with a ghoulish edition 
to uh, the film series that we were not aware of before getting into this. It's called uh, The Blind Menace. It was done back in 1960. And it's basically the Zatoichi character, uh, but he's a real dick and an asshole. And uh, he does all sorts of ghoulish shit in it. So we're, you know, that's our contribution to this year's Ghoul's Summer. Well, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. We're going to be sufficiently horrified. Uh, but yeah, we're uh, having guests on and all sorts of good stuff. So check us out. Blind Podsman. Um, Zatuichi Podcast. Uh, speaking of Ghoul Summer, I think we'll probably have to do our Ghoul Summer episode soon. So I think we'll have to find out which Bill's above movie we're doing an audio commentary for or whatever it's going to be, whatever kind of horrifying garbage we're going to be up to. Uh, so that's not fun. I don't look forward to any of that. But uh, yeah, uh, until then, find us facebook.com slash pool party radio and all that kind of stuff. And until next week, this is Parker for Shelby Cobras and Rambo and Cumulus Razor Man. Thanks for having fun. All right. Twin Peaks is trash. <laughs> <laughs>